disclaimer, everything that you're about to hear are the thoughts of one guy, Daniel Briggs Adisa, the host of the Volatile Times with Daniel podcast. He is simply just a young man gifted by God with a brain and who likes to think for himself. So what you're about to hear are the opinions of Daniel and sometimes some other people. Sometimes these things are well read, sometimes these things are just pure opinion whichever one comes your way, enjoy it. But know that this is not a professional platform. Daniel is not a professional. So take everything he says with a grain of salt, right? And we'll all be fine. Thank you. Hello everybody, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, good whatever time of the day you're listening to this and welcome to another episode of the Volatile Times with Daniel podcast. And, mm, Oh, I said that wrong. It's supposed to be Volatile Times with Daniel. Finish. Uh, I'm trying to make the podcast much more personal, you know, since it's kind of like a thing between you and I. I and you, the listener, you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, it's a work in progress for those of you who have been a long time um, listener of the podcast. I mean, we are two years now, two whole years, even though we didn't celebrate birthday this year because we are broke. But two whole years right it's that's a long time i feel like as if i've slept in you people's bedrooms you know lived inside your brains a little bit yeah i'm going to stop being creepy now (laughs) but yeah it's been two years since the podcast started and it's been rocky it's been joyful it's been enlightening i've learned so much as i'm as i'm sure you guys have uh a couple of changes if you're new to the podcast, this is how we start. This is how we start each episode. Each episode holds gems, but because I am a talkaholic who barely spends time with people and talks with people actually, so this is usually the only medium where I talk a lot. So I just so I'm a ramble for like you see the first like <laughs> two minutes of the pod, it's probably ramble. Ramble. Anyway. Let me get straight into this. We have a new cover photo, cover art cover art yes we have a new cover art in the podcast for now house a, a new look on the internet you know change description change a bunch of things you know doing a couple of you know rebranding you know changing the emperor's clothes that kind of thing you know they're about around just giving it a new look if you will you know i just thought why not look different a little bit and change direction you know so we are now a society and culture podcast. Before it was self-improvement, but I barely did anything self-improving. Oh, I think I did. You know, I think most of the things I've shared have helped people improve in some sense of how they think about themselves or how they view the world. But I don't really like being under that self-help, you know, kind of genre. It's, ugh, it's, I have an icky relationship with it. But anyway, that's basically what is up. But anyway, enough about me. I hope you guys are doing well. And today's episode, <laughs> my soul already feels tired talking about this. I'm still questioning whether I should even do an episode on this because I feel like this episode is just going to end up being me doing this a lot, just constantly going. (sighs) 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 Because this is tiring. It's tiring to think about, it's tiring to talk about, but I think it's something that we need to talk about. So, Alpha Male, what is the Alpha Male? Now, for those of you who haven't heard of the Alpha Male before, this is probably going to be an enlightening. Um, conversation for those of you who have 
this is still going to be an enlightening conversation now in this episode i'm not going to be talking about male podcasters like all these masculinity coaches and all these um alpha male podcast you know things i am going to be talking about the concept of the alpha male talking about origins what it means is it sustainable is there any science behind it and i try to make this um one of my very much scholarly um long audio essays um kind of like i think the last one like that that i did was on men's hair which was an hour long and if you haven't listened to that you should go and listen to it um it was about men's hair how we react to it in society you know the symbolisms behind it um especially looking at nigeria as a case study so um i think it's something for men to think about and also everybody basically to think about because we generally don't think about men's hair and what it usually symbolizes in our society but anyway enough about that let's get into alpha male okay so the concept of the alpha male is rather unique in its placement in our society because a lot of men as i've seen online subscribe to this idea of the top guy the high value man the one percent guy the ladies man etc 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 but it's not just about the ladies man you know as many male podcasters will help you believe it's also about you know competence power you know he's high up in the the social hierarchy and etc so first things first what or who is an alpha male and i would like to use this definition from the site called the adultman.com which i mistakenly subscribe to their newsletter and now I, I just keep getting mails that I don't want to be getting. And even though I should be able to stop them from giving me, I'm just too lazy to go and do exactly that. So, yay. <laughs> anyway, definitions. The alpha male, according to this website, theadultman.com, um, the name of the article is called the social-sexual hierarchy, which I'm going to get into. Don't worry. Alpha male. The alpha male is the top dog of the social-sexual hierarchy. He is a true leader. He's the charismatic, successful, high-status man that women want and the kind of man that other men want to be like. He exists at the very top of the social dominance hierarchy. He's the king and the hierarchy beneath him is his domain. Ooh, key traits, leadership focused, brave, strong, capable, decisive, responsible, benefits, he has high status, power, high attractiveness, has his pick of the most attractive woman in the hierarchy, drawbacks, high stress levels, always needs to be on, zero opportunity to rest, the buck always stops with him. Ah, okay, so for those who (laughs) couldn't immediately interpret that, basically the alpha male is this guy who anywhere he is he's a leader he's an automatic leader he's charismatic every man and woman wants to be him every man and woman wants to bang him he's basically what we all need he's the king he's our god he he's he's the one who leads us Mm. Mm. okay where i want to take this next let's start talking first science is there any science behind the alpha male thing now for some people they are going to be screaming no but the thing is actually there is let's talk about chimpanzees shall we 
so there is an aspect of um is it zoology or botany or animal studies science something biology whatever that is called primatology which is the study of primates you know people like your apes did i just say people god forbid animals like your apes your chimpanzees but in this one we're going to be settling on the chimpanzees because there's a lot to look at when it comes to um the alpha male hierarchy dominance thing in the wild in animal cultures and kind of stuff so there is a science behind it observed and there are primates um or should i say primate communities that adhere to this thing of the top dog but it's also <laughs> it's also somewhat complicated when you read a little bit of research into it i read a bunch of articles i read a bunch of i think i read about two to three journals which isn't enough to cover cover all the scientific bases but hey there's only so much one man can do and i don't really like doing research which is surprising because i tend to pick all these topics that require a lot of research anyway enough babbling now in primatology there is the concept of the alpha male where in primate societies or primate cultures or primate communities there is that one male primate that dominates over all the other males and he gets all the sex like he gets to have sex with all the women all of them he gets to literally sow his oats in all women and they all carry his babies whether they want to or not why because he is the top dog and that's a very very slight oversimplification of things but hey i'm not here to bore you guys with all these scientific halubabu so yeah now the thing about this is this hierarchy with the chimpanzees in particular is built not on competence or responsibility or you know all this kind of stuff it's not community centric it is actually quite egocentric in the sense that this one male suppresses every other male in the community so he gets to have the best pick of everything he gets to overpower everybody and he's basically a tyrant and by he, I'm referring to the male chimpanzee. You know, he's basically a tyrant. He's the alpha male, but he's not like um, the father of the community. No, he's the boss, right? He's the boss. Everybody listens to him. If you don't listen to him, it is to your own peril. So he is dominating over everybody, dominating over the male, the other males in the community, especially, right? But now here's the thing. According to my research, that kind of hierarchy that kind of dominance hierarchy isn't really sustainable even the chimpanzee community why because tyranny is not sustainable i think one thing i'm going to do later down in this episode or maybe another episode entirely is talk about hierarchies and um, misconceptions about what hierarchies are supposed to be made of but anyway the chimpanzee hierarchy of the alpha male is built totally on dominance not on capability or efficiency or or competence right it's built on dominance so he dominates he's brutal in his dominance but then here's the thing once he shows any sign of weakness or once the other male weak beta male chimpanzees have gotten enough of his bullshit they are going to come together and then tear him to pieces and then they will now fight amongst themselves to pick the new alpha male which they are chimpanzees give them some slack we don't expect wise wisdom from them wise wisdom that sounds like such a tautology i don't even know if i'm using all these words right anyway so yeah that's basically that's the tldr of this whole alpha male thing so just looking at that in and of itself it seems like the whole alpha male thing is very very non-sustainable in the community right 
because in the end you i think it sows a seed of paranoia i would imagine the alpha male chimpanzee is going around strutting his stuff walking around all confident looking down on everybody but internally the baba is constantly on guard you understand constantly on guard not showing any sign of weakness not making sure he doesn't get wounded or something like that and sure the alpha male does protect the community from invaders but and usually the invaders are other quote-unquote alpha males but here's the thing the question is is he defending the community from invaders or defending his own territory and domain and his own illusion of power and dominance from other alpha males food for thought now most times when i see the whole talk of alpha males, beta males, sigma males, which I don't think sigma actually exists in any hierarchy in the animal kingdom, but I didn't do any reading on that. That's my own mistake, but let's let's go on with it. Um, when we talk about all these things, or when I see people talk about all these things, they don't usually refer to the gorillas or the apes or the chimpanzees. The common reference is usually towards wolves. And most of you are probably familiar with this, especially if you've watched any werewolf movie before. You know there's always the alpha. My Teen Wolf fans, raise up your hand because <laughs> I love Teen Wolf. And we know <laughs> Teen Wolf is pure hot trash, but it's <laughs> so good. It's such a good trash trash series. I love it. It's total camp. I love it. If you want to talk about Teen Wolf, hit me up. We can make a podcast episode about this. Like I'll actually make a to- podcast episode talking about how much I love Teen Wolf, how much how trashy it is, and how much I still love it. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. I remember in Teen Wolf, you know, there was the first thing was Alpha. You know the beta the omegas that kind of thing and then later on i think around season three you know they made scott the true alpha and all those kind of stuff so whenever we talk about alpha male beta male that kind of thing we usually tend to or should i say people that talk about distance and affirm distance in our society usually refer to wolf packs most people associate the concept of alpha and beta with wolf packs and while there is research to show that yes that does exist another side of the research that um, i think is recent is that most of the time that we observe wolf packs having alpha males like that hierarchy structure where there is a guy that is at the top and then you know they are the bottom feeders and everything most of the time that we've observed that in wolf communities or wolf packs as we know them is in wolves in captivity so which means the hierarchy something is something that is usually done by wolves as a means for survival when they are in captivity but when you observe them in the wild in their natural states no boundaries no cages nothing there actually isn't any alpha male hierarchy going on I mean, sure, there is a structure. Everybody does help out. There is a structure, but it is not a structure of dominance. It is not a structure where one guy is at the top and everybody wants to polish his knob. Interpret that. So, yeah, it's. I am summing up the science on this. There is actually a lot to read, a lot of fascinating things to read, but I'm not going to assume that everybody is a nerd like me, albeit a lazy one, and you know, it gets fascinated reading all these things and gets a jiggle in your body. Like, I actually get jiggles when I read some things and I'm like, ooh, okay, it's nice to know that. (laughs) Oh, God, 
that's so hopeless. So yeah. Now most people generally don't know of the fact that natural wolf communities, natural wolf packs don't have that alpha male hierarchy thing going on. Right? And so it's it's a thing where we constantly talk about alpha males and be like, you know, you want to be the alpha male, you want to be the wolf, you want to be the top dog, you know, that kind of thing, and something, 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 something. We don't know that according to the science of things, of how it's been, this thing isn't sustainable in a sense because it's not built on competency most of the time. Hierarchies in the animal kingdom where you have the top dog, the major protector or anything, is usually built on competency where he protects the females, he guards the community, constantly going out on patrol, all those kind of things, he's responsible and everything, right? It usually isn't, usually they aren't generally called alpha males. And here's another funny thing about this whole alpha male thing. There is supposed to also be an alpha female. Yes. But we usually don't hear the conversations around alpha females in our society because according to alpha males, women are supposed to be very, very subservient, don't hear, don't, they shouldn't speak. Okay, that is an over-exaggeration of where some of them stand. Some of them are actually quite mild and some are just at the extremes. I, the extremes, oh God. But yeah, we don't have this discussion about do you want to be an alpha female, you know, where you are, you hold the same. By the way, alpha females hold the same authority as the alpha males in the society, but you will not see alpha males liking that, will you? You guys will not like that. Mm? Ah, Lord, fresh feet. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's, you know what? Let, let's just move on to the next segment of this. Let's talk about hierarchies. So, as somebody who has listened to a lot of Jordan Peterson, and some people are not going to like that, but hey, to each his own, right? As somebody who has listened to a lot of Jordan Peterson, I have come across the idea of hierarchies a lot. And as such, I've been, should I say, inspired to read up on some literature concerning hierarchies, how they are formed, etc, etc. And the number one hierarchy that I think most people are familiar with is the patriarchy, right? Which, there are a lot of misconceptions about the patriarchy, or I believe there are a lot of misconceptions about the patriarchy. Not its after effects, sure. Has it evolved into some sort of tyranny? I would agree, yes. But its formulation was not based on who had the biggest dick energy, right? So. Let's talk about hierarchies. First off, do hierarchies exist in all communities? Yes. Yes. Hierarchies are a thing. Authority is a thing. Top, um, from top to bottom, structure of authority is a thing. It is not just animals that do this. It is, I think, now I am not so sure because I have not read enough literature to be sure about this next point that I'm about to make. I am not so sure whether it is more biologically inclined or more societally inclined, but one thing is sure, 
we live by hierarchies we recognize hierarchies especially in our social lives you know let's take for instance you have a group of friends and while as adults we would like to act like a save you know all of us are all equal in a sense we all are but when you see a group of friends you do know who is the leader of the group of friends sometimes it's not so outwardly stated in a sense that oh we don't make decisions without daniel he's like no that's not how it is but you know who is the de facto decision maker when you guys are going for a hangout who everybody tends to always look up to for their opinion especially maybe having a fight or something you know you tend to see that in communities even in families right in families you have the father and the mother and technically the father and the mother are supposed to have the same amount of authority over the children but let's not get into that but yeah we do recognize the existence of hierarchies in our society and we live and are there by them now these hierarchies are formed based on various things or no don't let me say formed based on various things these hierarchies are observed and measured by, by various or different units right you have the one where um the hierarchy is dependent on who is richer the hierarchy is dependent on who is smarter the hierarchy is dependent on who has more clout the hierarchy is dependent on who is finer than who etc 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 we have hierarchies all these people out here saying you know you destroy all forms of hierarchy is like no you won't because if you destroy one form of hierarchy you just end up putting another one or raising up another one in its stead in its place so hierarchies are always going to be a thing at least that's what i believe even when you read the bible hierarchies are a thing god respects authority and establishes establishes authority and there are always people below those authority and those people have ways they are supposed to react to authority and adhere to authority and they are supposed to obey and then there's also the way the authority is also supposed to serve those below them etc 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 or under them don't let me use the term below under them right so hierarchies are a thing power structures are a thing authority figures are a thing i don't think we should be debating that now the question is how should hierarchies be formed i don't want to say how are hierarchies formed because i don't think we have an objective view on that yet or let me put this in correction i don't think i have an objective view on that yet i might state it like as if i know but i don't know if you catch my meaning so anyway this is how i think hierarchies are supposed to be formed based on competence especially hierarchies in human socio-economic groups so take for example you have a group you have a team a team of creatives right you guys are supposed to work on a project and you need somebody to oversee that project now let's say you guys aren't hired by even if you guys are hired by a corporation or something you take you assume that whosoever is going to be overseeing the project the project manager or the team leader or whatever is going to be the most competent person for the job the person who will do the job well and the measures for competency is not just who is physically stronger or who is smarter it's also who has the best discipline who can get the job done faster who can motivate everyone and lead everyone onto a desired end result right that is what we all look for or that is the assumption by my own understanding but we have a way we look at hierarchies in our societies today which is less driven by a search for 
competency or a desire for competency are more driven by an illusion of power of strength right so take for example gangs or this and i'm using movies as a reference i don't think i've ever truly interacted with a gang member before and by truly interacted i mean spoken about the gang relations how things work all those kind of stuff i'm not really looking to i mean if you want to call me we can get on a zoom call you know make it anonymous <laughs> hey am i the fear cultist <laughs> but yeah okay but let's take how gangs are usually portrayed in movie or you know maybe like anime like shonen manga all those kind of stuff there's usually this one guy who is kind of like the strong one he's brash he's violent he's domineering he's stubborn he's loyal that kind of thing and then he always has that one other friend who is usually silent always talks a lot and will always look up to him to make a decision always look up to him for leadership you know that kind of thing so we tend to view hierarchy in that sense that oh whosoever should be at the top is the most powerful guy and that the most powerful guy or girl would dominate every other person that is what it means to be at the top you dominate every other person it is not an idea of competency it's an idea of pure power fantasy so we tend to look at hierarchies nowadays not by who is most competent like the leader in, we don't look at it in the sense of leadership by competence. We look at it in the sense of leadership by pure power alone. So the leaders we have nowadays, I think this is even one of the reasons why Nigeria is the way it is currently. The leaders we have are not there as the competent people for the position. They are not there as the people who can get the job done, who can inspire, who can rally against these aren't Martin Luther Kings and the rest. These people are simply there. They are chosen by the fact of who is most powerful. It's like my friend Tobo said, it's one of the reasons why we are still currently much more hung up on PDP versus APC because we aren't looking to the most. We aren't trying to judge competency. We are currently looking at who is the loudest, who is the most powerful. And that is how we are making our choices on who we are supposed to vote in, who we are supposed to choose, you know, that kind of thing. Because if we're truly looking at competency, we would give everybody fair evaluation. What have you done? You know, where, what are you, what are your plans to right now? Has this party been dishonest over the years or have they actually done something better? That kind of thing. And so it won't be surprising if somebody from a very very unremarkable party and by unremarkable I mean unpopular party political party to be elected into a place of high governance but no we are constantly blinded by the illusion of power even nowadays when you hear young men talk about you know wanting to be at the top is like seek that money you understand money above everything money above friends and you're constantly trying to hustle and push yourself to get the door to be the greatest to be the best not so that you could be competent not so that you could be a man truly worthy of greatness or a woman truly worthy of greatness but so that you could dominate every other person around you the idea for leadership nowadays is dominance you are greater you are better than every other person around you not that you are there to serve them you are they are there to serve you and it is that illusion of hierarchies that has poisoned our community so far and make us think that we should start comparing ourselves and calling ourselves alpha male sigma male beta male up and down <sighs> yeah. 
anyway, let's 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 move on. Let's move on. I said I'll talk about the socio-economic, no, socio-sexual. I think that's what it is. I said I'll talk about the socio-sexual hierarchy. So let's talk about the socio-sexual hierarchy because this thing is tiring and I'm hungry and it's six o'clock, six p.m. in the evening and I really want to go and get something to eat. So yeah, let's let's talk about the socio-sexual hierarchy where we actually see most people talk about this whole alpha male thing and beta male thing and sigma male thing and where i'm also going to raise some common sense refutal to these hierarchies hey guys okay so the episode is actually going to be coming to an end after the last segment the reason because after editing it kind of went an hour 30 minutes i didn't realize i was speaking for that long <laughs> on this subject matter so i decided i was going to cut it in half and upload one this weekend and then in the next two weeks we'll be having another episode um which will be full, fully focusing on the social sexual hierarchy you know of men's sexuality and men in society etc 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 that kind of thing so sorry about that i know field promises in this one episode but don't worry you'll be getting the remaining part in the next episode yeah so don't forget to subscribe don't forget to share don't forget to like and give us a five star rating do not forget to follow on instagram which is at blotter with daniel and on twitter which is at daniel briggs briggs with a z not an s with a z or you can simply just look in the description or show notes of this episode and you'll find the links to everything do not forget to eat well do not forget to drink cold water and lastly, do not forget to take life easy because this life is only one. <laughs> What's the point of taking it hard? Yeah, <laughs> bye bye.